You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're climbing up on the roof to talk about Tremors. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. what you need to do that's what everybody should have done instantly yeah well you know the roof is gonna collapse dude you didn't you didn't know it was gonna happen they didn't know all right welcome to the podcast we're your host i'm brian elkins with me here tonight mr jared callen how you doing brian i am doing well good no, man no benson here tonight yeah, I, feel, I feel like there's a hole in the room <laughs> the tremor is gonna come out of well, a graboid <laughs> sorry it, it sucked benson away it's He's... gonna come up and just like hey, let me tell you my side of the story out trying to find some fucking food, man. <laughs> oh man, some uh, some graboids. Let me let me ask you: Did you uh, did you just watch Trimmers, or did you did you keep going down the Trimmers franchise? Well, Brian, let me tell you about that. I have been working so fucking much, and and like this this film industry thing that we do is kind of like feast or famine. Oh yeah, and it really makes it to where when the work shows up, you're like, yeah, I'll do it, <laughs> and they're like. Cool, man. Uh, we need you to come in at 4.30 in the morning, and you're going to pull a, a, a full day. Okay, I'll do it. You're paying me, right? <laughs> uh, so I will just say that uh, this movie, I only got to see it once, but it was such a pleasure to watch it this morning because I, I squeezed it in right in this little gap this morning I had before my shoot. Oh, nice. And it was... I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie, dude. Like, I, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Like, um, yeah. I haven't seen it since I was a teenager. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah. And oh, okay. I love this movie so much. Like, I really, like, just the, the dialogue and even though it's so cheesy and, and like, but it's kind of campy, but, but everybody's playing it so fucking well and they just, and you just believe it and all the characters are so, are so defined. I don't know. I love this movie a lot. I, I, yeah. Fred, Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon, their chemistry. Oh my God, it's great. Who knew that was going to work? No, man. And they have all these little things that they do with each other. There's like these little running gags that kind of like pay off later. Rock paper scissors. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And even the even the like the the lighter and the cigarette thing. Yeah. And that pays off later with the bombs. Like you know, it's just like you know, one of you know, he's always looking for the. That was going to pay off in a deleted scene as well. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the deleted scene? Uh, well, the original ending. Uh, you know, where Val, uh, Kevin Bacon's character, he goes and uh, kisses Rhonda. 
Yeah. Typical movie, crane up, fade out, we're done. Yeah, she, you know? she, gave me, she can't be with a guy like me. <laughs> well, in the original ending, uh, you know, they meet up by the truck, put the wheels on the truck, and they actually leave. And he doesn't kiss her. And it's, you know, uh, Earl and Val, and they're in the car, and they're talking, and... Ertl's like, hey, why didn't you go back and kiss that girl? Didn't, don't you know Aww. anything, you fucking idiot? God. <laughs> and, you know, Kevin Bacon's like, oh, what, is, what is she going to see in a guy like me? Come on. And they realize that they left the lighter back with her. And, and you know, Kevin Bacon does oh, one of these little so smiles. He has to go back. And he's like, oh, it's going to be fun to go get that. And he does a quick U-turn, and then they crane up, and the movie fades to black. Oh. But they changed it because the director said they did a test screening, and the audience was actually chanting, kiss, kiss, kiss. And they oh, didn't really? kiss. And they were pissed. They were totally enjoying the movie, but were pissed just because Kevin Bacon. So, th- so they had to go back girl. and completely shoot that scene. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's why she looks a little different at the very, very end of the last shot she when he comes. She changes up. her look throughout the whole movie a little bit. Yeah, I that's think. true. Yeah. Well, she does. She changes her outfit because uh, there's a moment where the graboids like grab her pants. Yeah, fuck yeah, they do. <laughs> He's like, he's like, you gotta take your pants off. And let me tell you what, and that, that like the, big difference from the jeans to the cargo pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like you know, her, like her granny panty she's wearing kind of like uh, loosens up over her le- over her right cheek, so you get a nice little like ass <laughs> shot as she's walking away. Let me ask you a really important question, Brian. All right, um, who was the actress who played that character? Oh, uh, what Rhonda, the R- love interest? Yeah. Yeah, her name is Finn Carter. Okay. I have never seen her before in anything. Okay, cool. So in this movie... Or after. And let's say you were there, and uh, you had a chance to either sleep with Finn Carter or Reba McIntyre. Come on, Bubby. Tell me. Who would it be? I don't know. Only if Reba McIntyre could sit there and say, you can't even get penetration with the elephant gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you can, honey. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, man? Is, is Reba hot? Is she kind of hot? Yeah, I was looking know. at her. I was like, she, she's kind of hot. She's kind of hot in like a an evil like Jody uh, Foster stepsister kind of way. You think she's evil? <laughs> well, she looks like uh, you know Jody Foster's evil twin sister, kind of. You know, like I a southern. You know, Jody. I'm taking uh, thinking of a uh, Summersby Jody I, Foster. I haven't seen that, Brian. Oh, you haven't seen that? I With don't even the, know what that is. Oh man. It's like Richard Gere coming home from the Ooh. Civil War. A oh, period piece, nice. Yeah, he may have actually uh, killed Jodie Foster's husband and taken his identity. Because oh. it's been so long, it's been like eight years. And it's a good movie. Yeah, awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just, I was just, I didn't realize it was kind of a surprise to see Reba in this movie, and I thought she did a really good job. Like her first she, movie. Is this her first movie? Yeah. Oh man, dude, she she fucking nails this, and she got the end credit. But it's it's kind of oh yeah, I, I like the song. I like the song at the end. Like it's such a great little touch. Yeah, I, I, I like. Well, you don't like that? No, it's all right. It's fine. <laughs> it kind of fits. Like there's this no, musical totally like swing throughout the whole movie. That bound well, down, down, down. Well, no, there's a lot of weird Zydeco music in this movie, which is kind of like this. What's New a Zydeco? Okay, it's like this New Orleans style oh, okay, uh, music. At the very beginning, the, the beginning the twangy of the, guitar yeah, is what I was not, calling. Not it. even that. It's just like a. I can't. I, I, I can't really explain it. It, it, it sounds like Zydeco to me. And, okay. um, so anyways, um, I, th- I thought it was very interesting, uh, her and uh, who's, who's her husband? Um, Michael Gross. Michael Gross, who's coming off of Family Ties, right? Yeah, this, that's true. Th- so this was the first thing he did right after that, like the day after he quit that. He went into production on this. I guess. Yeah. I don't know when that show quit. Uh, it was the, the day before they shot this. Really? Yes. Are you serious? I'm 100% certain on oh, that. Oh, wow. He's the only actor that's in every single Tremors film. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. 
He's even on the TV show, the one that actually made it to the Sci-Fi Channel, oh, uh, like in 2003. That's badass. He's like, I'm gonna make this money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play this Burt character. Yeah, although I don't think they had a lot of money after Tremors won. <laughs> it did well though. It did, it, but it, all it the made sequels were direct back. to video, and then like, and they especially made a lot of money on VHS. It was like the number one VHS that year. Um, uh, 1990, yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was seeing that. Their relationship is really cool to me because you know that she has told him, she's like, he's, she's like, this is a Remington 45, you know, and he's like, uh huh. You know, he's like, you know, and it was like, you know, he's like, that's right, baby, keep saying it. You know, like, <laughs> she knows about every weapon, and when she picks it up, she's like, no, I think you're going to want the Browning, you know. <laughs> I, I always think it's funny that she's just like, even though he's on the CB radio, and he's he's, yeah. he's trying to raise some, uh, he's trying to uh, raise Walter in the, in the shot, and she just starts polishing the ammunition. <laughs> it's like, damn, you rude motherfucker. You didn't see him on the radio over here. I like that he calls it a... Uh, like like when it busts through the wall and they kill it and he's like, I see you next time you bust into someone's rec room. <laughs> he calls it a rec room. <laughs> you goddamn underground monsters! <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. I like how they think they're uh, they're snakes in the beginning and they're above ground. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Although it, it bugged me as a kid, you know, just because uh, you'd see the poster and you know the monsters coming up from out of the ground. Yeah, you've seen I was the trailer about that too. Like I will, I've never seen the trailer. And then when I was uh, I was looking on Amazon, then I was I looked at the poster and I was like I was wondering if this was the theatrical poster because it totally gives it away because the characters don't know anything they, you know yeah. they, they have to figure it out even like how I don't see how they even <laughs> they figure out these things may may have been around for billions of years because there's no fossils of them and all that like well they have that good scene where they don't really know where they come from they're like yeah, yeah I, th- I vote for outer space that's <laughs> what Fred Ward says at one point do they ever tell you where they come from. No, they, well, they do in the sequels. They like later establish this life cycle. Are they from other, outer space? No, they're like Precambrian, so they're like super old before the Precambrian. The That's right. That's a good word. Before dinosaurs. Oh, but they have this life cycle where they they start as worms, like the things that are inside the mouth. They start like that, and then they get a shell. <laughs> well, no, I'm just talking about like the graboids in the first movie. You know, the big worms. And then oh, in the I second see. film, those big worms explode, and these little, what they, they're called shriekers, and they're little two-foot, armless graboid. But they're little. But they're little, and they have feet. Oh, and they, they have... They wait, ha- they run around? Yeah, they run around. <laughs> and they have this little sensor on their the top of their head that senses heat. So that's how they find you. That's insane. They're like the predator. Is Kevin Bacon in that one? No, Fred Ward is, though. And, of course, Michael Gross yeah, shows up as Bert. And then in the third movie... They have the the final stage. The Shriekers will... They're like Pokemon. They evolve. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Shriekers turn into what they dub Ass Blasters, which is the flying version. Oh, they fly? Yeah, they fart. And like they fart, they fart, and like fire comes out of their ass, and they shoot up into the sky. Oh, that's amazing! Well, it's really funny because like one of the last lines of this movie is like, "Let's see if you can fly." You know, <laughs> wait for the third one. Yeah, <laughs> wow, it, it it all goes full circle. I think in the fourth one, you realize that like they find an egg, and you see like a baby graboid. I think by the fourth one, you realize what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> well, dude, I watched five and six, and Jamie Kennedy show up as like Burke's son. It was just wow. bizarre, and it all, I guess it all takes place in that in in uh, what is it? Uh, perfect is it? Perfect? Perfection, perfection. Um, yeah. No, only uh, one, three, and four do, and the fourth one's like a prequel. That brings me to perfection. 
What the fuck is perfection? This town in the middle of nowhere. What do these people do for work? That's why Heather and I moved here in the first place. Geographic isolation. <laughs> <laughs> like doomsday preppers. They're like, you know, we got fi- five years of food. Yeah. 25,000 uh, like gallons of, of petrol. You know, like, jeez. But, like, what do the people in that town do? Like, it's just, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, you know, I get, I get. It doesn't make any I get, sense. I get Walter Chang. Like, he owns a little general store. Yeah. Chang's, you know? Yeah. I, I get that. Um, I get Earl and, and Val, like, that being the handymen of the area. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of, like of their fly job. by night kind of guys, you know, just, like, do whatever they can. You know, we're, we're going to go wherever. I get the doomsday preppers. Now, what the mom with the little girl's doing there? <laughs> no idea. And that random teenage kid who has no family? Yeah, yeah. Melvin? Yeah, Dude. Melvin, that's right. Yeah, he has no parents. His parents are gone. Dude, they should have killed the fuck out of him, dude. I was so... Fuck him, dude. Like, <laughs> he's always pulling pranks and being a little cocksucker. And you know who I actually thought he was? I thought he was, when I first saw him, I thought that he was the, the older brother from the Wonder Years. Oh, I can see that. You know, that, I was like, oh, is that that kid? But it wasn't. I was like, man, that would have been a really cool casting to put him in there. That's right. Rudy from uh, the Monster Squad made that kid eat a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of fat kid. Now yeah. pick it up and eat it. It's been a while since you've seen Monster Squad. Yeah, it's been forever, oh, dude. Oh, man, dude. All right, okay. We'll put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, the whole the whole reason I did this was to start watching more movies. And, and, man, I didn't realize you got a whole stack of them right here, man. And you got the Blu-rays, too. Trimmers 1 through 4 come out. In like, and, well, in the United States has a, a great little combo pack where you can get all four. And, man, I think I can get them on Blu-ray for less than 10 bucks. Michael Gross and Jamie Kennedy. Uh, apparently, that they were going to do a... Um, a TV series within the last few years, right? Oh, yeah. Kevin Bacon was actually um, in it. He came back as Val. See, that's kind of cool because I, I think that like he, like <laughs> during the making of this movie, he kind of had like a nervous breakdown and he like cried to his wife. He's like, what the, what the fuck am I doing? It's like, you know, is, am I at the, <laughs> is my career over? You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the quote I found from uh, Telegraph was, I broke down and fell on the sidewalk, screaming to my pregnant wife, I can't believe I'm doing a movie about underground worms. <laughs> I'd give anything to have been there and heard that. Man, but yeah, you got to keep in mind that, you know, he had done some big things before then, you know, and... Uh, yeah, he did Footloose. Yeah, and he also did Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't a very big... Uh, <laughs> I like that know. movie a lot, Brian. <laughs> this was actually like, you know, starting... Starting to like wind down Kevin Bacon's like leading man uh, run. This is what like five five uh, five years before like from Earth to the Moon or was it Apollo thirteen he did? Which one did he do? Apollo thirteen. Oh yeah, Apollo thirteen. Yeah, that was nineteen ninety five. So that's when he really like you know he he starts to hit real big again. Yeah, he kind of reinvented himself as a character actor. Yeah, you know he I started like doing that, like though. JFK yeah. and uh, I forget what was that other real famous one that um, Sleepers. Oh yeah, yeah. They had the I huge cast. J- yeah, I forgot about JFK and Sleepers. Yeah, both good. Um, Back into the left. Uh, <laughs> oh, a few good men. That was the other one. He oh, was yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think he does a really good job in this. And he even his little southern accent is kind of nice. You know, he he does he does a good job with it. Yeah, no, I mean he he's okay. The, the standout for me is Fred Ward. Oh, dude! Like, yeah. who the fuck thought that guy could bring like that much comedic flair? What am I remembering him from? Uh, the right stuff. Remo Williams. Um, Maybe just this movie. <laughs> yeah, this film. I he's, don't know. He's got this face, and you know who? Who? He, for some reason, uh, I, I kept thinking of Shane from The Walking Dead. 
Oh, I could see that. that uh, what's its name? Uh, Joe Bernthal? He, 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 yeah, yeah. He, he's Bernthal. also the Punisher on, on in, yeah. uh, for Marvel on uh, Netflix. <laughs> he did uh, that Frank Darabont show, too. Uh, fucking The Mob Show. I forget what it was called. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's like the one he did right after. Um... Is it set in a prison? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's set in like the 40, uh, L.A. in the 40s. It'd be cool if he did a <laughs> It's It's a prison show. <laughs> and it's all the guys just locked up. <laughs> if I ever make friends with Frank Darabont, I'm just going to give him prison movie scripts. This <laughs> all the time. I'm like, what do you think about this one? <laughs> <laughs> Shawshank 2, baby. Shawshank 2. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, we could do Shawshank 2. <laughs> You pick shank. up with Andy and and uh, and Red. I'm telling you, that's right. Mexico healing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, Green Mile. Well, see, look, they're gonna meet. It's, dude, it's it's a sequel to both the Green Mile and Shawshank. Oh, ab- how about that? It's universe built, dude. We gotta think bigger than this. Holy fuck! Sequel to one movie. That's that's like fucking ten years ago, dude. That's out the window. That's so old. That's last year. Whatever you say, we, boss. Tom Hanks is coming down there with John Coffey. <laughs> Red looks up, sees him. Hey, Andy, we got someone down here. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm seeing it right now. I'm seeing billions of dollars. We have to recast John Coffee though. That's gonna suck. Ving Rams. Damn. All right, done. <laughs> Shit. We're out of here. Mic drop. We gotta go make a movie. <laughs> All right, where are we uh, at? Oh, uh, I guess Tell we me. we should mention that that the Kevin Bacon starring. Um, TV pilot, it did get canceled. Oh yeah, yeah, we we're talking about that. So, yeah. like, I can't believe like it had to have a somewhat of a budget. Was it on Sci-Fi Network? Well, it was going to be. Sci-Fi never picked yeah. it up though. Sci-Fi can... dropped the ball, man. <laughs> right? Because they, they had Twelve Monkeys as a TV show on there, and that's like a re- well a continuation of that story or right. reimagining, however you want to put it. I really want to see the pilot because, like, if they didn't pick it up, it means it's got to be pretty damn bad because there's a lot of really shitty stuff on Sci-Fi. And especially if it had Kevin Bacon in it, like you know, like they're they're bringing back the original, yeah. You know, and I'd, I'd actually like to I'd like to pick up with him twenty years later or whatever. They well, we'll put the uh, trailer for it in the show notes because you can watch the trailer on YouTube. Well, I'm excited to watch the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they even changed the look of the trimmers or the graboids, whatever they're called. Really, the monsters. The monsters. What do you think about graboid? The graboid. Name? I thought that was I thought it was cute. Is it? Yeah. Because it doesn't really stick in this movie, but they kind of keep yeah, it in the second movie. I kind of missed it, like like as a tribute. Um, when did that? Okay, so I remember when they're like he's tr- they're in the uh, they're in the the store and the, and the guy's trying to figure it out. Is it Victor Wong? Is that his name? Walter Walter Wal- Chang. Walter Chang. Oh, the actor's name is Victor Wong. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, yes. dude. I always picture him in that, dude. Um, Egg. That's right. Yeah, man. Egg shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was like in so many movies in the eighties. Like, yeah. like if there if there are Asian people in the movie, he's in it. Oh yeah, him and James Wong, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They were just like the go-to guys. Yeah. Oh, we need an Asian guy. <laughs> but he's got such a good look, and he's actually pretty good. Oh, he's and, great. And, and his fucking death scene is is pretty crazy. But did you notice that yeah. like before he dies, he's already before he even gets bit, blood's like coming out of his nose. Oh man, I mean, you know, I mean, come on, come on, Brian. Come on, Brian. Come on, man. Look, dude, the effects in this movie are fucking amazing. Oh, they... I'm not going to talk any shit about the effects here. Dude, for 1990? Or, excuse me, 1989? It was supposed to come out in 1989, so with the yeah. shoot in 88. So, I mean, like, at the end of the 80s, it's pretty damn strong, man. Like, and, uh, yeah. like, I'm sitting there thinking, how the fuck did they do some of these shots? Oh, dude, it was, a. Uh... It's just a combination between miniature work that is the miniature work's fucking incredible in this movie. Right. Like all of its fuck like Wait, I didn't what, even what know. What was miniatures? Every time you see a creature where a human's not in the shot, that's a miniature. 
What? Yeah. Every single fucking time. There was only one shot in the movie that, that I didn't like, and that's when they were down in the basement, and you yeah. see the composite where he's like shooting right into it. And it's not it, it, it's totally a composite. Yeah. Well, okay, the, the rec room, the only time that that is not a miniature is when the creature breaks through the wall the first time. Really? Everything else after that is all miniature in, in that basement, the Bert and Heather's basement down there where they that's got all the crazy. guns in the wall. It's yeah. crazy. It, lo- it matches and looks so good being a miniature. Yeah. Even when Kevin Bacon throws the shovel down to see if uh, old Stumpy's still down there and the thing, co- the big worm comes up and eats the shovel. Yeah. Fucking miniature. No way. Yeah. All that shit's miniature, dude. It looks so fucking good. It really does. Uh, I forget uh, the company, Fantasy to Film. They did all those like uh, early '90s, like really just badass stuff before computer effects took off. They did Terminator 2. I know they worked on that. Right. They did all the model stuff for that. They just do really good miniature work. So you're saying that like you know, but when he takes the pickaxe and stabs it, that's full size. That is a full size. Okay. Yeah. So so I'm just and thinking that of was when... done by Alec Guinness and Tom Wood Woodruff. Jr. Really? Yeah. The guys that did uh, Alien 3. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. They get around. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I I even like like when 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 the little snake uh, tentacle things are coming out. You can tell they're sock puppets, you know. But they're just so cool, man. Like you know, it, it just they just come up and wrap around things, and and the, they got these little like antennas off their heads, and they're ah, and little yeah. teeth. I was like, man, I don't really find the movie to be very scary. Do you find is this a horror movie to you? Uh, I is mean, this, is, uh, this is the perfect thing for we talked about a couple weeks ago. This is a comedy horror. <laughs> like, I don't really see this as like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely a comedy first. Yeah. I horror, mean, horror second. Maybe. But slight suspense? Yeah. I like, don't maybe know. if I was like seven, I'd be freaking out. I do. I showed this to my kids and the uh, the scene with the doctor and his wife getting attacked. Oh, my God. Dude, and the uh, station wagon. Yeah. Now, that actually got my kids. They all jumped. Even my 10-year-old jumped when the doctor first gets grabbed because it's this oh, it, awesome shot. of It's, it's inside him, the back of the station wagon. Yeah. And he's just walking, and you're not expecting it. And then all of a sudden, he just gets sucked halfway oh, man, down to his and, knees. And they just like – and they it's slow, and he's like screaming, and he's flailing and stuff. And he's like – his wife's standing looking at him, and he's going down to his face. That's fucking intense, man. And then her, you know, getting sucked down inside the car. Oh, yeah, dude. There's some good stuff there. I got one quibble with it, though. What's that? How'd she get the headlights on without the keys? Well, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Maybe man. old vehicles you, know, you can turn the headlights on without the keys. Yeah, she she had a button or something. It was like can a, you turn headlights on without a key? I'm gonna, one second. I'm gonna go and check. I don't think you can. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to have the keys in order for anything to work in a car. I don't know. Maybe maybe. Uh, Maybe she had a really old vehicle. And also that really cool wide shot that, that they pull back and you see the two beams of light going up. No, nobody's headlights are that strong. And then like one goes out and then the other one goes out. No, dude. You think about all the dust in the air from the worms, what they made. Maybe, maybe. Do you know why they did that though? Because they couldn't get the car to go down all the way. No, they were actually, there was a whole nother part. They ran out of time and she was supposed to like get out of the car and like, like bust through the windshield or whatever. She's like standing on the car and the car is supposed to go down and then it gets eaten and like, and like, and then she's like, then she's on top of it and then she gets pulled down into the sand down like that. Like it takes her down. Yeah, I like not seeing it. Me too. I think it makes it, it. It's it's a lot better, and then it also gives that really great thing where they come back and then they uncover the top of the car, just just the top, and they hear in the music. And they're like, well, where, where's where's the music coming from? And they start like pulling the dust away. And there's where the, the hell fu- the golden oldies. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they, just so many cool little lines. Like, where's the golden oldies coming from? You know, <laughs> <It's> so stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking what you dumbasses. Yeah. I and love then, them. And then, and, then, and then they dust away the headlights like in Jurassic Park, <laughs> like revealing a, a fucking... See, I, yeah, I like that way better. No, it's because so cool. You don't know the fate of the woman. You don't know what happens to her. And it kind of lets your mind wander like, oh, did she get out? Or is, is she, she still, still in there? Yeah. Yes. Like, is she, Dude. is she like banging on the window like right now? Just like, hey, I hear you up there. Let me out. <laughs> I turned the radio on so you could find me, fuckers. <laughs> uh, but, um... Speaking of Jurassic Park, the little girl, Lexi, is uh, the little girl in this movie. Oh, yeah, Mindy. Mindy. Uh, the pogo stick. Yeah. So I was wondering, was that her audition? Can you can you pogo? I don't know. Like, that's she doesn't really do much in the movie. She, she was in another movie uh, that came out the same, around the same time called uh, Spaced Invaders. Spaced Invaders or Space Invaders? Spaced Invaders. Does that mean they're invaders that get high? Uh, no. Bro, we're it's a getting kid's movie. In, we're going in space, bro. <laughs> but they're like little smart ass, uh, like, you know, aliens that are about the height of an eighth year old kid. And they have little antennas that stick out. And was she one of the spaced invaders? No, she's one of the, the kids. The interaction. That, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. One of the human kids. Why do you even know this, Brian? Dude, I was I was alive <laughs> watching movies there and went to the theater during this time. What okay, you yeah. You know? yeah. I didn't see it. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to take a break and watch a trailer for Trimmers. Welcome to Perfection, Nevada, land of opportunity. You know how close I am to leaving this place right now? How close? Where a man can make a clean living. See, we plan ahead. That way we don't do anything right now. Earl, explain it to me. Hey, Mindy, what's the count? 640. In perfection, they say there's nothing new under the sun, but under the ground. These creatures are absolutely unprecedented. But where do they come from? I vote for outer space. No way these are local boys. Now, this valley is just one long smorgasbord. Ah, we can make it! Ah, Come on, we go do. That's how they get you. They're under the ground. Damn prairie dog burl. We arm ourselves. We set perimeters. We stand guard. Kevin Bacon. We could get in People magazine. Fred Ward. People. Hell. National Geographic. Tremors. We decided to leave this place just one damn day too late. All right, we're back. That was a trailer for Tremors. That was the trailer for Tremors. <laughs> Man, I saw the uh, writers and producers, S.S. Uh, S. Wilson and uh, I forget the other guy's name, uh, Brent. S.S. Uh, S. Minnow? <laughs> no, Brent, Brent Maddock. Uh, they, they said the trailer uh, kind of hurt the box office for the, the film. Because they gave it away? Uh, well, they just said it was goofy and it... A whole lot of shaking going on. I didn't think it was that. Uh, I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's feels, a goofy movie. It though. feels lighthearted, yeah. But like I said, I think they 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 want they want this movie to be a horror movie, but it's not. Did they want it to be? A, there's no way they wanted this to be a horror movie, man. With the script, like yeah. Yeah, as many jokes. Got to keep in mind that this is the same director as City Slickers. That's true. Which I do like that movie a lot. Oh yeah, City but Slickers I, is I good. totally feel that in this. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So. um... 
especially through Fred Ward and yeah. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so, well, the, the way the way they bounce, you know, their their, their relationship. Yeah, you know, that's one thing. Uh, watching the movie, I really really appreciated the editing mm. in the film. Mm-hmm. Like they were able to nail the comic timing and like just like I mean, cutting around practical effects and all those different kinds of effects because right. you got like animatronics, then you got like just. You know, creatures popping up out of the ground. Sometimes. The miniatures things blowing my mind because I, I totally it makes sense now that I'm thinking about it. But like at the time, it was completely lost on me. I I, I didn't I did I wouldn't have guessed it if you'd have said it, dude. Yeah, even the cliff, the opening oh, shot. Of the okay, mo- that that looks like a matte painting to me. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but I, I love I love how this movie uh, like it really does it sets it up and knocks it down. But like it plays the long game on a lot of it, like. The opening with uh, him pissing off of the fucking ravine that sets up that the ravine's there. And then later, that's how yep. they end up killing the last one. And even that first scene, that they make a joke about a stampede. And then that, that plays into the last thing. So, yeah. I mean, they, they, they're, they're setting it up. They, they, if they show it to you, it's going to off, pay off at some point. Yeah, they even show you the, the rock uh, formation in the background is where they end up having their last stand at the movie. Yeah. Oh, at that's the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Um, <laughs> when I watched the movie... Uh, I instantly noticed all of the ADR, like, overdubbing for fuck. Like, they take the word fuck out. Those goddamn mother humpers. Well, you know, uh, the, uh, those mother humpers. <laughs> yeah. Be advised, Bert, there are two more. Repeat, two more mother, mother humpers. humpers. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That's terrible, oh, man. Like, yeah. Well, they got an R rating because they said fuck too many times. Okay. So they went back and... That's terrible. Yeah. They went in and added Mother Humper, and I forget what the what the other one is that they use well, later. I think, I think they cut out a bunch of shit as well. It seems like I, I was seeing some shits. Uh, but they do say shit a lot. You know, I was like... Yeah, there is a lot of cussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's not... There's really not that much gore in the film. Um... They like that. There was some pretty cool like brain matter, and there's a lot of like um, creature gore. Yeah, there's a lot of slime, a lot, a lot of slime, and I love when the one gets blown up with the pipe bomb. And there's like these little like, <laughs> the, for some reason, I- in the pile of guts, there's like these little bubbles, like like these little white, but like right there's like a little cluster of white bubbles. And I was yeah, like, man, what a cool! I know. I was I was there's like I was, I was looking at the texture of it all, and I was like, what a clever little thing. Somebody somebody walked over and was like, all right, we need, if we just put some like little white bubbles of, of like sinew here. Like it, it is, it totally like I was like I could see that you know I like the guts are you know orange as well oh yeah that's nice <laughs> I love when they're hiding in the rocks and then and then like there's a beat like it blows up and there's a beat and then it cuts over and then it just it just rains slime down on everybody I like that I, I'm glad it wasn't green or red or you know it's like we, we need different color you know worm right. guts I like that you know they're, they're in the ground. I can see where, you know, it's kind of soilish color. Kind of oh. makes sense. And it, Well, it also adds to the you don't know where they're coming from. Are they aliens or, you know. Which they do not answer in this movie. But I also like the, it, it's better than green. It's better than a dark color. You know what I mean? Green or yeah. black or red. Like, Green's just been overdone, man. Yeah. You know. You think slimy, you think green. Yeah. But if you think graboid. <laughs> right, if you <laughs> think, think of like the alien's blood, you know, they have that acid for blood. Yeah. And they usually just make it green. Right. Or, a, you know, a greenish yeah, color. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's acid for blood, man. But, uh, no, um, this editor, uh, Nicholas Brown, cutting those uh, those practical effects, man, it's got to be so fucking difficult. Right. And to be able to keep the tension. Like, there's that scene where they get uh, attacked at the general store. Like, for the oh, first yeah. time where it's two like, of them like show up. But, but uh, it's like hitting the bottom of the floor. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The way the suspense builds there... 
it should not be this fucking good for this movie. Man. <laughs> just, it should not be. It's like it's it's masterful. Like I'm saying, like it doesn't feel with the overdubbing and how campy it, it, it kind of feels like a B movie. But it feels like a really well that. made B movie. It's kind of it's kind of like they were doing it on purpose. And I think I think even like like uh, doing the um, <laughs> doing the ADR kind of like serves it a little bit because because adding that. adding it seems like that they kind of like went in and they kind of realized that the that the cut of the movie was kind of campy and so they were like we need to come up with some things to say that kind of lend into toward you know building this or maybe they didn't it just it totally worked out that way but you're right though so but but i think that i think that what helps it is it's got all these moments but it can it's still really well made and and like it moves the story's just fucking moving right along that yeah. first 20 minutes where they're setting up their characters it's insane, man. Like you, you learn like they, every single character in this movie is well defined. You meet them all very quickly. Yeah. Like they, they go, they go around the town that you meet all the characters just in, in, <laughs> in passing. Then they try to leave and they get stopped, you know? So like, boom, it, it's just, it's, it's storytelling done really well. And then after they meet the creatures, it's, it's literally all the characters are just constantly coming up with a plan. And then it's like, Oh, whoops, that right. fucked up. Well, well, we well, they, they do. They they take you through all the process. They 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 learn. Oh, what they are. Okay. Yeah. Well, fuck. How are they? How are they able to do this? Oh, I guess they move through the ground with these little fins on their arms. You know, on, on their side, which doesn't make any sense. How can these things move so fast? And like, are, are they eating the dirt? Like, they're, they're supposed to be just pushing it out of the way, but you're yeah, not really. It yeah, man. Didn't you see that one cool little POV shot where they <laughs> were like, going oh. through the dirt? Yeah. Like, and like, there's one shot where it kind of jumps up, like it's like diving into water, and it. <laughs> When it yeah. goes down, I'm like, how did it do that? <laughs> I mean, it's got like, there's a bunch of different POVs. There's even there's a camera that's above the ground that's like a graboid POV. Yeah. There's one that's under the fucking ground that's a POV shot. And in the trailer, that they, they showed a shot there that, that reminded me. So I guess what they're doing, so they show it kind of a close-up of the ground, and it's going through. And it looks like um, if you were to pull a pillow underneath a blanket. You see what I'm saying? Oh, you're talking about the shot where the camera is actually under the ground? No, no, no. This is above ground, but but the ground kind of like has a ripple oh. in it. And I'm trying to figure out how they did it. So I'm thinking they had a piece of cloth and they put dirt on it and they pulled something underneath. Like I said, if you pulled a pillow under a blanket, you know, it kind of like moves under it. And then but but then the ground kind of flattens afterwards. It, it didn't it didn't rubble uh, up. Those are miniature shots. I don't know. Oh, those how are they, miniatures. Yeah, they did such a fucking good job with those miniatures, man. <laughs> I have no idea they how they play do that. so well. They're, they're seamless. Yeah, the, the live action um, ones they got on actually on set with the actors is that is when the dirt is actually kicking up and spraying. Right. That's like a. I think they pulled like a, a beach ball or like some soccer ball or something, and they weighed it down and they just jerked it through the sand. And it kicked up all this sand. How are they doing the uh, the sand with they're looking off in the distance? They're standing up there and they can see it like chasing dude to go get the uh, he's going to get the uh, the bulldozer, and you can see the the dirt trail following him. Or is that put oh, in? Oh yeah, no, that's just people out there spraying with, on those with those dirt hoses. <laughs> you know, like, they look like fire extinguishers, yeah. and they do the, the you know the dirt spray. I don't know what those those it, are in effects. I don't, I don't know, but don't know it, it looks it, yeah, it, it totally sells it. You know, you can you can see the trail of them yeah. going. The, the effects are super cool. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, this whole movie is, is put together. When you think about, like, all the uh, different effects and where they're coming from. Right. 
for everything to work in a sequence is really kind of mind blowing. <laughs> and they they just shoot it well. Like right. every little piece fits together so fucking well. I bet it had to be a big surprise too, because like especially with Kevin Bacon's like freak out moment, because you, you you've been a, you've been around uh, film sets. It doesn't really make sense because you're just picking up pieces, and you imagine you got motherfuckers with like sock puppets with like you know, and they're coming. You know what I mean? And there's these big rubber things around, and like what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, you can definitely see that from an actor's perspective <laughs> because like there's huge chunks of like action where the main actors won't even be around; they won't shoot it. Right. So they're just shooting. And man, you can really see it during the pole vaulting in this movie. Oh, man. Dude, the actor that's wearing Kevin Bacon's, like, they're that tall. Wig. They're tall. Yeah, yeah. It, it does and Rhonda, not. Yeah, it does not fit. The stunt, uh, that's got to be a stunt man because it doesn't even look like a woman's body. <laughs> okay, all right. I've got to bring this up. And I know, you're, I know you're not watching Game of Thrones. But in this last episode of Game of Thrones, okay, it's, it's episode five. They got bad wigs in that? Dude. Okay, so you know who Arya is? The girl? The young girl? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Stark? Uh, yeah, so there's a scene where she's trying to get out of the main city. Okay, she's trying to get out of um, King's Landing because they're attacking. It's the big battle at the end. And so she's trying to, she's, she went all the way into the, into the center of the city, and then she was, she was going to kill the queen. But when she got there, um, you know, uh, anyways, she, 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 changed, she changed her mind, and so she's going to exit the city, right? So now she's got to get through this fucking battle to get out. There's a scene where there's shit blowing up around her, and there is a clear stunt double dude <laughs> with a beard. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> like, he running, I mean, in a full shot. They get a cowboy shot from, like, mid-calf mid, 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 uh, mid uh, thigh, uh, uh, you know. Up, knee up. up to, uh, knee up, yeah, to the top of his Ooh. head. Running right toward the camera. With a beard. With, I'm telling you, it's a it, with the dude with a wig. I'm, I'm, it's like... What the fuck? What is going on with this last season of Game of and then, Thrones, and then, dude? You know, and then and then like and then like a big poof of, of smoke, and then and then in the same cut, like kind of like a jump cut. They didn't even change the angle. She pops out of the smoke, and you see her run up to the camera. I'm like, that was the worst stunt double I have ever fucking seen, and I haven't seen anybody posting about it. I'm going to go back and take a screenshot, and I'll show you. It it, it blows me away because it was in a Starbucks coffee cup, man. <laughs> yeah, I, what a fuck up, man. That's that's craziness. Uh, you know, it, it, they'll, they'll they'll remove that when it comes out. On no, it's, it's already been removed. Uh, what? Yeah, they they because everybody, everybody pretty much watches it streaming on HBO Go. Uh, so the it's already been replaced. When I watched it, it was gone. So uh, nice. yeah, they they did that. They did that very very quickly. Oh, look at that, man. Yeah. Oh man, you know how much money they're spending? They're like somebody got their ass chewed over that. But how how does it get through a colorist? You just and don't the editor and all that shit, man. How many people are working on multiple episodes? Oh, dude. And what is the be. turnaround time on this? Because I mean, I know everyone was complaining it was like what, 6 or 8 episodes and that's it? Yeah, but they're each an hour and a half or more each. I know, right? So think about all the content you're having to so, fucking yeah. shit out and like when was the last season? Like less than 2 years ago, right? Yeah. But the the biggest thing is like people complain about that that length. I mean, you're getting a movie a week. They didn't used to be that, but there used to be just 55 minutes. Yeah. So now you're getting an, a movie every week. So come on, man. It actually evens out because I only do 10 episodes a season. I saw a bunch of fucking like real mad Game of Thrones fanboys uh, start some petition to like reshoot. The- <laughs> I, saw a, I saw a great meme. Have, have you ever seen? Um, God damn. 
What's the movie with uh, Fred Savage and his uncle's... His, oh, uh, Princess Bride. The Princess Bride, yeah, where he's like reading the story. He's like, you're telling it wrong! And he's like, I think it's time I think it's time to go ahead and go to bed. Like, <laughs> you know, but, but but they cut in George uh, R. Martin's face in there, and he's like, and he's like you're telling the story wrong! And he's like, I think it's time for you to go to bed. Like, <laughs> don't tell me how to end my movie or end my stuff. I, I know, man. I, just, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting a little worried about... Uh... You know, audience reaction changing. You know, our our films. Oh yeah, you brought that up with like how they're doing that with Sonic. Like, yeah, like you know, so he's weird. like the guy. The director's like basically like whatever you want him to look like, we're gonna make him look right. Okay, <laughs> we need you to come see this fucking movie. We know that we shouldn't be making this movie anyways because no one really <laughs> wants a fucking Sonic movie. Yeah, that's the truth. I mean, like. That is the damn truth. Are, are, is it going to be just like a 3D thing where we're going to put glasses on you where to go through all these fucking tracks so people are going to be vomiting? You know? Like, Get the gold rings, dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Is he going to be around just picking up gold rings all the time and fighting Jim Carrey? I don't really know what's happening. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. Like, release the train wreck. I, I, I kind of want to see yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I didn't really mind his look, but people are like, he doesn't look right. It's a movie. We change things. It did look a little creepy, though. I mean, I get it. It looks creepy. It looks weird. But whatever. <laughs> Just let it be, man. Right. That way we'll, we'll always have this really weird uh, Sonic film. <laughs> that we know it, we didn't ask for. That's right. It'll be like no, the Super Mario's brother or, film. Or the emoji, em- emoji movie. Oh. And then we're going to make another one. They're making Emoji 2. Are they really? Yes, sir. I never saw that, so I don't know if it was good or not. I know my kids liked it, but... Uh, it was for them. Yeah. So I guess it did well. Yeah, that's not a bar for my <laughs> for me to view it. <laughs> right. But anyways, yeah, I totally that when when they were pole vaulting, which was a very interesting choice, but you can totally tell the stunt doubles. You're like, wow. I like yeah. I like the shot though. Wide shot, you know, pole vaulting between and and you know. Yeah, that was one of the one, the few times I enjoyed the cinematography. Yeah, yeah. I was like that was that was a cool choice to pull wide. And they had to because of the stunt doubles. But uh, it's very convenient that for some reason there were these like eight foot long poles, you know, that are just kind of like hanging out by the rocks. They just have trash there, dude. You know, in perfection, they got to dump it somewhere. Where, where do you find <laughs> it's, just, it's fucking insane. <laughs> but I was half expecting them to like when they pull vault down, one to come up and like grab the pole, you know, and like and like and it like pulls the pole down. And oh, were falls. you? Yeah, I was like waiting on that. Oh, I guess the music is so goofy there. Right. And it's got that boom, boom, ba boom. <laughs> and then it picks up and it's like, yeah, okay. Like, hey, look, look at what we're doing. We're all safe. <laughs> Well, the music's telling me we're good here. Which is interesting. So they get into the, the truck, and then she's like, she goes through <laughs> goes through the back window of the truck, and she's like driving. She's like one hand on the on the gas and one hand on the steering wheel, and we got a nice butt shot, and uh, they drive away. And so the Graboid's trying to chase that down. So I get why the Graboid knows that that vehicle's there. Yeah. Now, think about the scene where we cut to Reba McIntyre and um, the other guy, um, on top of their house, okay. and they're talking about we'll just come pick everybody up and we'll drive to the mountains or whatever. And then the graboid goes over and eats the truck tires. How does it know that that truck is there? Because it it's not moving. It doesn't have eyes. So how would it know that that vehicle was there? That's that was another big like. I was like, what the fuck? They just they just had to get rid of their vehicle. So they're like, okay, well, let's have the graboid eat the vehicle. Well, but, they they do they do set up that these animals are learning. Yeah, but they and can't. Understand. They can't see. It's a horror movie, uh, monster movie no, moment. No, I, I bro. don't it understand is. that part. It, what? No, it. The monster needs to, uh, to you know, cut off all means of escape. Yeah, but how did it know the truck was there, Brian? Uh, you know, it's just a I got screenwriter it, I got it. convenience, Jared. And there's another. There's another thing now that, that I'm getting into my gripes. Um, 
so Kevin Bacon's running. He's running for the um, oh the bulldozer. The bulldozer, and they're like, "Just stop, stop!" And he like stops, and then the thing can't find him. So it's like putting out his little tentacles and stuff. So if that's all you got to do is just stop moving, why would they do that anyways? Just well, run, run a little bit and stop. They do do that, but the monster, you know, it looks like it's always going to slowly find you or yeah. it waits you out. Oh yeah, it totally will wait. So I don't know. <laughs> I I kind of I'm I'm kind of okay with that one. In a town of 14 people. Because <laughs> they always lure the creature away whenever it's in one of those moments. You know, I feel like right. there's somebody else there that has, like, some kind of distraction or diversion. Right. I don't know. I don't question that kind of stuff in, this, know, but, in hey, this kind of film. But man. here's the deal, Brian. When you got to talk about it for an hour, you question everything. So in a town of 14 people, <laughs> how did no one see the drunk guy up on the pole in four? How long does it take to die from dehydration? Well, I don't, dude, I mean, when, when did somebody come in and out of this town you'd have to go on that one road that that left this town to go to bixby so no 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 <laughs> one leaves no one leaves uh this town it didn't seem like it like even when those construction workers died and the road caved in yeah val and earl were the only ones that found it we're getting out of here <laughs> and they even say something like uh, later in the movie like oh yeah shouldn't the phone company like come and see that you know send then, well, like no, a line no, and it, it cuts out there and yeah. uh, they had been killed yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. It's good enough for me. It, it's monster movie logic. Oh, I know. I know. It is kind of ridiculous. That's not my big complaint, though. My big complaint is the way this movie is shot, dude. The lighting in this film is fucking flat as shit. It's overlit. It looks like a like a 90s TV show. It looks like a movie that was shot with the fucking sun. And okay. no yeah. other fucking source. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. very few bounce cards, man. It just looks flat. I, I think this movie would have been really cool at night. Like, like have have some actual night scenes because I definitely like, don't think they had the budget for that. Because it had been like super sexy, like you know when they when they fell asleep on those rocks, you know, and then they just cuts and then it's the next day. But just imagine them like you know you can't you definitely can't fucking see then. You know you're out in the middle of the desert, uh, or even even back in the town. Like what 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 if they what if it just waited them out till night and then they, then it attacked at night and they're trying to jump in between all those houses and shit and do everything in the dark. That would have been sexy and cool. Yeah, because the only time it I even remember a night sequence is when the doctor. Yeah, uh, it's when the car gets pulled gets down. Attacked, that, that, yeah. That's that's at night. That's it, man. That they, they, they I think it only happens in a couple of days. They they skip the next night uh, when uh, when they all fall asleep on the rocks. I mean, well, dude. I mean, you have to you have to light all that area, dude. And the only I know. I mean, is this low budget? I mean, well, okay, it's eleven million for nineteen ninety. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but I mean, you have to think about like all the effects. Yeah, and, that totally went into the effects and Kevin ba- and Kevin Bacon's hair. Like, <laughs> yeah, just just man shooting out at night. Oh my god, dude! You just can you imagine setting up all those HMI lights? Oh man, back no. in 1990. Yeah. Oh, you'd have to have all those heavy ass ballasts with them at that time. All those generators. Oh my god, your G&E department would easily. Well, it triple. also it also doubles your time because like it, yeah. it, it takes a lot of time to shoot at night because you got I mean you got to light everything. That's why most of those wide shots I noticed most of the wide shots at night are composites. Yeah. <laughs> they they did a uh, in, in the uh, there's an interesting when they when they do that change from uh, not day to night and then day again or whatever you can see the composite layer shift a little bit when it fa- when it does this like cross dissolve like where the where the sky meets the rocks oh did it yeah it kind of like I it kind of like doubles just a little and goes through you know I'm like oh okay <laughs> but yet again at the time you know. It's totally like it's it's totally passable. Oh man, no the the effects in this movie are fucking just supreme, dude. They really are. And you know the and go back to the lighting. I don't, you know, some of that may be just an aesthetic 
choice that they were making to make the film because the film does look very dusty. Dude, yeah. You know, I mean, that could be what they were going for, that harsh sun and just dust, just making it look very deserty. Yeah. I was thinking about that uh, when the uh, the scene with the uh, with the sheep. And, oh, and yeah, they're all yeah. going around. Yeah, with the guy, and I, yeah, yeah, with the guy out there farming, and, and he gets just destroyed. I like I like when they reveal his face in the ground. He's Dude, that his, is like, a great, like, fake he's got, head. He's got his mouth, like, open, like, oh, I was like, God, yeah, that's crazy. But I was thinking, like, as the sheep were all walking in the circles, all this dust kicking up, I was like, that's terrible. <laughs> this is what, a, what a fucking terrible place to live. Like, everything's just dusty. Like, one time I went to Bonnaroo. You ever been to Bonnaroo? No. It's this terrible festival. I mean, somebody's going to be very mad at me for saying that, but man, <laughs> sometimes Brian, it's a music festival like Memphis in May, okay? Ooh. But you camp, and here's the deal. Oh, that sounds terrible. Already. Okay, so you, you you drive into a big field, okay, and then they line cars up. So so you pull in, right, and then you put your tent in front of your car, and then they pull in somebody beside you, and then they put their tent here. But there's also a car here with a tent in it, so they block you in on all sides. There's no way to get out. What? You're trapped for, what? for four days. And, no. and when the way you leave is as people leave, then, you, then you'll find a way through and you kind of maze your way through all the tent you know, on the last day. That sounds terrible. Every year somebody dies from heat exhaustion or drug overdose, and they, get, they have to get helicopter flown out of there. And someone died while I was there of heat exhaustion. But anyways, uh, it was dusty as fuck. That's crazy. And I and I just was like, and I was like, just in, like, because uh, we're camping. And the only only way to ever go to Bonnaroo is if you have a camper. Like you know, so you can go get out of the sun. You can take a shower and you can take a shit in peace. Because by day two, the the uh, the porta potties were overflowing with Dude, shit. That is gross. Like you like you go in and it's just like the, it's just like so much shit coming out of the fucking. Ugh. Anyways. But that's not the point. What I'm saying is, like, I was like, it was so dusty and dry that I was like blowing all this black shit out of my nose, and and like we had all these wet wipes. We we're taking like wet wipe baths, and so you just wipe your skin down. And it's just dust. So I just imagine everybody who lives in this city is just dusty as fuck, and they wouldn't have as nice hair as Kevin Bacon does in this movie. He he he, he straight up looks like he pulls out the flat iron every day. Like <laughs> I do like they look the cleanest after they get covered in shit. <laughs> well, I thought that was hilarious. I like that that's the last fucking like that's the last straw. It's like we are getting the fuck out of here because fucking asshole kid who actually needs to die is over here laughing at us and shit. Oh man. Like we're covered in his stinky shit. I I noticed this time and the only time I ever noticed it, but on the septic tank it actually says Chang's you rent <laughs> septic tank. <laughs> so the guy oh, Victor that's Wong's awesome. character is renting the septic tank to these guys. I love it. And it's and like I, I love the 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 duct tape it right there where the hole where it bleeds. You know, it's just all oh. it's all old and janky. Ugh. Looks like it's got like a fucking weed eater motor <laughs> running it. <laughs> you, do you think the the shit would have been that black? They should have made it a little bit more brown. They should have made it that orange color. It <laughs> should be graboid fucking blood. <laughs> Start sucking up a yeah, graboid. That. But it was really black. It was like dark. But I don't know. Like maybe when uh, it all goes down into the septic tank, because, you know, septic tanks have that, like, there's something that's supposed to eat eat it. Oh, yeah. So maybe, all you right, know. Okay. If you're a maybe septic tank just, cleaner, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're not, drop we're not us an email at themoviecrew at gmail.com. Extra E. We'll never be doing that job. Oh, no. Yeah. But no way. if you do do that job, thank you. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. Ooh, dude, how do you? How would you do that without vomiting? That that would be the the well the thing. 
there's a uh, there's a, there used to be a really cool show on TV called Dirty Jobs. And, oh yeah, um, yeah, on and, Discovery Channel, right? Yeah, yeah. Micro. And um, he uh, went to places like that, and the people just say you just get used to it. You don't smell it anymore. Man, you do. Oh, I don't Next know. Next my nose itch thinking about it. Ugh. Ugh, yeah, dude, that that would be rough. If I ever come home and the cats have been like shitting up a storm, I'm just like, God, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, what else you got there, Brian? You got a bunch of pages. Yeah, you got I more do. Pa- you, dude, you have more pages on this than you do on most movies we do. I really like this movie. Man. <laughs> I, this was a childhood favorite, man. I saw this like super young. I, I totally, I like. I haven't seen it in probably fifteen years, twenty years, or whatever. And uh, I, uh, God, I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, but um, anyways. Uh, a lot of it felt so familiar to me, you know? And uh, But I just really thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I thought it was such a good watch. It was, man. I mean, yeah. that, you know, that's the thing. It's it, I don't know. Like, I enjoyed it as a monster movie right. as a kid. Like, I mean, because this came out when I was eight years old. And I was just like, oh, man, it just, it was that perfect spot where it's like, okay, I've already seen Gremlins. Right. What else we got? Come on. Give me something from the 80s. I want something new. I've seen all. <laughs> I've seen Tarantula. I've seen the Deadly Manus. I've seen them. I don't need to see any more of the 50 giant monster movies. I need something new. It just came along at the perfect moment. And then, you know, just visiting it now, just right. watching now, it's like, man, this is really funny. These characters are fun. I it want does. to be around them. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. It holds up. Yeah. And it just constantly moves. Yeah. And as, as for something that created a cult following... The first one's pretty damn solid. You know, a lot of a lot of movies that are that, that gain cult status. The first one's kind of shitty. You know, in pieces. Well, I usually find the first one's. Pre- oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Like Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just kind of. Right. But like you know, it's you, you see you see the the roots of it. You know, but this movie's fucking solid. It's a solid solid movie on on every aspect of it. You know, like I said, the lighting or whatever. But still, the camera's solid. That there's some cool stuff they do. Uh, it tells the story. It moves. It, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's not. It's not. Longer. It's not too damn long. It's a little over an hour and a half. It's yeah. per, It's a perfect fucking like you know quick little fun movie. Jared, I think we're at the rating section Are here, we, man. Dude? Yeah, I, yeah I, think, I, just... I, I feel like it. I feel like after that, yeah, you, you need to you need to say the rating, man. You just preached it to me, brother. I didn't mean to. I'm just I'm just talking about this movie, man. But yeah, no, dude, I I, re- I really like this movie, and, and um, I want to give it a nine, but. I don't know if it deserves a nine, but I'd like to give it a nine. Well, dude, you know the uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say no. It is a nine. The yeah. only thing I can think of is just the the lighting is a little yeah, it's a little flat. And I mean, I don't want to knock it because it's not really bad. If you're going for like this is a really sunny, dusty shithole <laughs> of a place to live, it does accomplish that. You know, so I'm, it's perfection. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't really knock that, but. Right. It's also not my cup of tea. I would like a little bit more in my blacks here. I would yeah. like to see a little bit more of that sky. Let me see a little bit of those mountains off in the background. Don't make them so hazy and so far away, man. Right. You know, like I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I've just seen I just seen desert stuff shot better, and I'm you know it's partly because of fucking Mad Max. You know, I, <laughs> I love the Road Warrior, man. The Road Warrior is so fucking right. It's just a good good movie, and that right. was like what eighty two, eighty one when that came out, and man. That's the Australian outback. But you also that think that, that that's a bigger story, though. This is actually, if you think about it, it's a really simple story. There's just a couple characters. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's it's in a very sparse setting that doesn't make any sense, like <laughs> why these people are there. But I'm saying, it, like, you know, but it works though. It, it 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 like you, you feel like you know perfection. They 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 tell you a lot in such a short amount of time. Yeah, they really do. I mean, like. Yeah, great movie, man. Like, Except seriously. For who the fuck are... Who? Whose parents are fucking Melvin? 
where's Melvin's parents? Where did his fucking parents go? There's this thing uh, on the internet that I was reading that, uh, you know, that they... That his parents are always off to Las Vegas, and they leave him there. What? Really? Yeah, no. <laughs> they should have put that in the movie, dude. That would have been hilarious. That's why the kid's always an asshole. Like, Mom yeah. and dad are just like, oh, yeah, fuck you. Uh, we're going to go gamble, little fucker. Hey, here goes your allowance. You can go spend uh, $10 a day right. in a chain shop, okay? And I also think it, it, lose, it loses that one point because they didn't kill that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should have, they like, you know, like there was one moment where they were talking about how, like, we, we just need, if we just had a just Distraction or whatever, and they're just like, Melvin, take off running, you know. <laughs> well, then he couldn't come back for part three, man. Oh, does he come back? Yeah, he does goes he back die to part in three. that one. Uh, no, God no, damn it, man. They even missed the mark on that one. Yeah. Is he an asshole in that one? Yes, he, he's like, uh, he's trying to like build build uh, new homes in perfection. Which I'm like, why would anybody want to live out here? Yeah, if it's not near something. Like, what, and there's big scary worms under the ground. Yeah, where's your job? Where, where, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm on a farm. Farm what? I don't know. <laughs> Cacti. I mean, the, the, they did. The, the guy did have a little farm going. He's out there like hoeing for no reason down the row. <laughs> yeah, I, like that didn't make much sense. You know, you've already got the rows. What do they grow in Nevada? What? Do, <laughs> that's, that's a question. Prostitutes. I have no <laughs> <laughs> Herpes. <laughs> That was good. (laughs) Yeah. That was good. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you guys want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew, crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. And, of course, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, just wherever you listen to your podcast. Jared, where can they follow you, man? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. Hit me up. All right, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And tonight we're going to be playing... Oh, before I even get into the, what we're going to be playing... Uh, I got? Okay, so this was, the soundtrack was written by Ernest Oh, there, there was a thing that happened here. We didn't talk about this. He got yeah, fired. Yeah, he got fired. And, and and he did okay. So did did he say weren't they gonna like share credit? And he was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was like, "Fuck you, I ain't doing that." So did they? I don't. Did they use some of his score? Uh, yeah, his his stuff. From what I understand, because we don't really know, because I, I mean, his is the Zydeco stuff. It, <laughs> it's it's supposed to be from what I understood why it was replaced is because it sounded just like a comedy. You know, the I don't know the westerny comedic notes, right? In the score, I would say are his, and everything else was done by um, Robert Folk. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, we have no way to verify like who did what, what right. piece is what. I mean, these guys haven't even come out and talk about it. What if he got paid? I think they both got paid. All right. Well, at well, least the first guy did. As long as you make your money, and you know Robert Falk got paid. Like if you're not getting credit, you're getting a paycheck. Right. That's why you do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to be playing track number one, opening title sequence. From the Trimmers soundtrack from composer Ernest Roost and Robert Folk. Enjoy.
You don't have any toast. I wish I had some toast because you know this keto thing is keeping me down. 32 pounds down, that is, bitch. Can you have, can you have toast? You can no, have toast, I right? Can't, no, no bread. No, no bread? No bread at all. Nah, I guess toast is bread. I love bread, pasta, toast. and rice, and I can't have any of it. And people can say that you can make uh, cauliflower rice, and they're full of shit. It does not taste like rice. It tastes like cauliflower. But it's chopped up t- tiny. I, I've seen all those uh, those ads all over Facebook. You can make this with cauliflower. It's Dude, amazing. cauliflower went from like you know fucking albino broccoli to like miracle food. They're making everything with fucking cauliflower these days. Pizza crust, fucking like pasta, you just rice, it al- albino broccoli. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I you did. Damn white broccoli. Uh, fucking white broccoli. Nobody wants white broccoli. Not at all. <laughs>